Hello everyone and welcome to Creative Land. I, uh, I'm going to skip housekeeping today and I'm just going to jump straight in. I'm actually a little under the weather still. Um, you can hear it in my voice. I'm sorry for the nasally sound, but I don't want to not record. So this episode, we're going to jump back to the creative stream, and uh, the episode is actually going to be about creativity in general. I'm going to give you a bit of a history on uh, my creative life and uh, some insight into my future creative projects, and sort of just look at the overall idea of what is creativity. So when I'm speaking about it, you sort of know where I'm coming from. Some people think of creativity as just art or just this, or they're just very compartmentalized, but creativity or the art or act of creating um, is actually more complex and can be looked at through different lenses. So um, why don't we sort of clear up what I mean by creativity and then we'll go from there. When I speak about creativity, for the most part, I mean applying yourself in such a way that you create something from nothing or from your thought. Uh, but I mean, the actual physical item doesn't exist. Um, to be a little more clear, I found this really cool website called creativityatwork.com. And uh, within that website, I'm going to read a definition that they have or part of a definition because it, it just goes to explain a little more clearly what I mean or how I think of creativity. So they say defining creativity and innovation. I'll just read the first part. It says, creativity is the act of turning new and imaginative ideas into reality. So to clarify, they have a, a pop out on their website that says, if you have ideas, but don't act on them, you're imaginative, but not creative. And that's sort of how I think of it. I have tons of ideas that I don't ever bring forward into the actual physical world. Um, you know, I don't bring all of my ideas through to fruition so I can be imaginative that way. But to create, create something, that's where creativity lies. You're, you actually end up with something, whether it's... Um, some writing prose or uh, some newfangled uh, contraption in your home, like you've created it. Um, there's another uh, actual quote on that website that I like a, a piece of that I'll read to you. Um, they're quoting somebody else, Maria Popova uh, from Brain Pickings. And in her definition, she says, creativity is a combinatorial force. It's our ability to tap into our inner pool of resources, knowledge, insight, etc., etc., um, that you've accumulated over the years and actually combining that in new and extraordinary ways. But again, to me, we've got to add the like, what is the end result? Not to say that doing creative things and maybe not finishing it isn't beneficial to you, but I believe there is something very profound in a finished creative project. And I think we grow when we go through the process, the entire process, like right through to the end of creating something. So that's sort of where I come from when I'm talking about creativity, like an actual tangible um, thing that is the result of you working through your imagination to bring something into this physical world. So now that you know where I come from when I'm sort of defining creativity, I uh, thought it would be fun to look back at sort of all the crazy things I've done as a as someone who I am literally driven by creativity. I have a really challenging time not being creative. In fact, I, I watched a, I don't remember exactly where, I guess he did some research into creative people or, or gathered information on creative people and it basically came up with this idea that 
to him, he was saying, um, everyone wants to be creative, but you know, be careful what you wish for. Because if you speak to someone who's highly creative, depending on the environment they're in, it can almost be torturous. And I have found myself in that situation in my life where I didn't have an outlet for my creativity. And I have to tell you, it was really really hard on me like it can cause me to be depressed if I'm not creating um it's it's like a an itch and you just you have to scratch it and if you don't it it feels horrible to to not follow through um with creativity for me you know everyone is built differently but definitely for me if I'm doing repetitive things that are mundane and I cannot think of something or come up with a solution or challenge myself in some way, which, which creativity does for me, um, then I just don't really do well. I'm not very balanced. I don't, I'm not able to maintain balance for myself without that creativity. So um, I thought it would be fun to actually look at some of the creative things I've done. And just to clarify again, um, you know, when I spoke before about how I only work three days a week or so, I meant the type of work where, um, it's just paying the bills. It's not connected to my creativity. If you include the work that I do for creativity, then I'm just working all the time, <laughs> basically. Um, but I allow myself that balance for creativity because I know it's how I'm sort of the best me to, to create that and keep that balance. So going back for fun, just to bring you guys into my world, I thought I'd start with the personal things that I've done throughout my life. And when I say done, I do tons of creative things and some of them don't really go anywhere. But to be on this list that I sort of threw together, so I may be missing things, this is a list of things where I have produced quite a bit doing this and received some sort of benefit. But I'll start with personal and for for that definition, I mean things I've created for myself or as gifts for someone else or have bartered. So there is monetary value in it, but I didn't actually receive money per se. So I have done scrapbooking, calligraphy, creative writing, including uh, poetry, which was published, but I wasn't paid for it. So that's why it's in this list. Um, children's books, short stories, plays and performance pieces. Uh, I've written articles, done reviews, how-tos, etc. Um, home decor, that's a big one for me. <laughs> I love home decor. So wall treatments and murals or arts on art on walls for other people or myself. Um, I also actually worked for an interior designer. I'll throw that one in here because it wasn't a very long job. It was very, very early in my professional days. Uh, but for them, I did sample boards and design boards. Um Gosh, theater, that was something that's always been part of my personal creative life. So set design, musical theater, dancing, singing, etc. Uh, obviously acting, that's the biggest thing I do for or within the theater uh, arena. Um, singing, so music, huge thing for me. So definitely throughout my life performed at concerts of varying professional levels but again not always getting paid for it so I threw it into this list it's not something where I've sat down and you know created an album or etc so I've left it in this list but I definitely had many years where I was a singer-songwriter so I wrote my own songs um, worked on uh, producing them etc but again I didn't take it all the way through into a professional life where I sort of earned a lot of money for it um ceramics. Oh my God, I used to love ceramics. And just to clarify on that, I mean the ones where somebody else came up with the actual piece, but you go into these ceramic places and you actually paint them. Uh, so you get to decide, 
decide which design you want on them and how you're going to use them in your house. And some of them are just like tchotchke like, so just things you look at, but other things are like useful, like bowls, etc. Um, dance, believe it or not, I used to be huge into dance. So again, not professional dance or, um, uh, not traditional, like classical dance, meaning like I wasn't trained, but I was huge into hip hop dance. Uh, and I used to perform, I used to dance with girls in high school and I sort of continued that and actually dancing is something I still love to do. Um, I don't get paid for it. Uh, but I did enter festivals and competitions and all the rest of that jazz. And, uh, let's see, photography, um, man, I love photography and for myself, it's not digital photography that I've ever taken on. It's uh, film photography. So I actually went into, uh, you know, studios and developed my own images. And actually, I really got into photo essays. I love them, actually. <laughs> Doing photo essays, it's probably something I'll go back to. Just right now, I don't have access to a um, anywhere where I can develop my film. So it's something that's sort of on the side for me. Um, let's see, designing and sewing clothes. I went through a huge phase of doing that. I still do sew things, uh, but it's not so much fashion or clothing that I'll do. So I will uh, sew many things around the house, like cushions or just whatever's needed. If it requires sewing, I I, I enjoy that, actually. Um, crafts, I'm not going to list them all here. We would be here for hours if I went into all the different types of crafts in specific that I do, like everything from knitting to like decoupage. Um, but I won't list them all, but crafts in general. Um, gardening and yard slash landscaping design. I've sort of just gotten into that. And again, these are on a personal level. So I'm building a bohemian backyard right now. And I love it. Um, thinking about these things that I'm listing, what I might do is just throw together a montage of crazy images so you guys can see all the creative things that I'm constantly involved in. Um, just in that alone, learning how to work with plants to create like an aesthetically pleasing sort of creation. So I don't just throw just seeds into one pot. I'll go pick seeds where I think the color contrast or combinations work really well. And then I'll design a specific pot for them or figure out how to lay out my backyard so that the colors are blending in a certain way. And, you know, we put up a gazebo and there's a rainbow light back there. And I started a really cool, uh, rainbow mural on the door of my shed. So again, I'll, I'll throw some photos up, but when I talk about gardening and yard, uh, landscaping stuff, I'm, I'm talking about how you can be creative within that, um, set design. Well, I did that definitely within theater, but I also did set design for other people, um, or items that go into set design, uh, you know, for buyers and stuff like that. Um, jewelry making, sorry, you're going to hear some paper sounds here as I flip over my list. Jewelry making was a pretty big one for me for a little while, earrings and bracelets. And I'll probably go back to that at some point time, but it's just personal things that I'm doing here. So just fun stuff. And again, I'm giving you this list so you know me a little bit better, but also can maybe start thinking of ways in which you can be creative or things, ways you already have been creative. Because sometimes we discount the things that we do that are highly creative. So someone's like, oh, I'm not an artist. And then you find out they make these, you know, beautiful rugs that they give out to people or something. And just to, you know, give you guys a list of things I do so that you can you know, maybe make a list for yourself of the things that you do. Um, gosh, I think that's most of the 
personal things that I've went into quite deeply. Um, So I'll jump into things I've actually been paid for. So when people want to say that artists are starving or that there's no money in creativity, you know, I'm just proof that that's not true. I'm not saying that you'll always get money in a way that flows like, you know, when you have a regular job and you get paid every two weeks, like that's very easy for you to quantify and track, but you can be paid for art. You can be paid for creativity, like absolutely hands down. And I have delved into many areas. So let's get into that list. Um, Event planning and event decor, man, designing and building photo walls, backdrops, props, developing themes and weaving them into everything from the food to decor, entertainment, um, designing and sewing costumes for these events, designing event print collateral, everything from invitations, newspaper ads, posters, designing web collateral, entire sites, landing pages, web ads, designing and making swag for the events, like just within event planning and event decor alone, those are things I have done and been paid for. Um, Jumping into some fun ones, uh, my best friend's actually an amazing chef. Um, She does catering gigs and, oh, she just does uh, amazing things with food. And uh, sort of riding on her coattails, I got into some of that and man, did I ever enjoy it. So cake decorating, uh, we had this one cake. I love it so much. It was um, this this young girl was turning 16 and she loved Vegas, the idea of Vegas and everything about Vegas. And she had these very crazy popish colors that she had in her mind. And uh, my best friend did this amazing cake, but I got to be part of the design process. And um, I came up with this theme where we would actually make individual pieces out of gum paste, etc., to put on the cake to actually create um, the main strip of Vegas and sort of just pay homage in different ways to that. Actually, I'll try to find a picture of that because that was fun. Um, and alongside her man plating for catering events, sweet tables. Oh, I love doing sweet tables. Like, you know, the candies and the cupcakes and the cakes and just different things you can put on it and create this gorgeous theme in a confined area. One of my favorite things to do, um, sugar cookie decorating, man, we did some events where we did this crazy themes. And I remember piping cookies as corsets. And for another one, we did all these, um, snowflake cookies which uh piping icing onto cookies it's just just it's just artistic and fun um and we got paid for this stuff so that's really cool um within performing arts that's actually how I earn most of my money right now if if you don't know me that well um I currently work in the film and television industry and I do I wear many hats within that industry and I'm so fortunate man like I'm so lucky to be paid for different things because otherwise it could feel maybe a little bit um mundane to me if I was only doing one thing but I get to do film and television I mean that's self-explanatory acting within that realm but I also get to use my voice which is something I love doing so I call it voice artistry because I do everything from singing and character voices you know reading audio novels sort of like announcer things commercial work etc etc some of these are newer for me um, so I won't go into too much detail because I think I'll speak about them in the future as they're rolling out but um, if you want to look at any of my voice stuff you can go to uh, SoundCloud and just SoundCloud slash Shalandra you can find a lot of the different things that I do. Um, Apparel design, yeah, been paid for that. So selling designs for silk screening or doing actual artwork, design work for uh, companies that come to me and want me to do typography layout or whatever it is. Um, Graphic design, that was huge for me. I did that for quite 
quite some time and actually I still dabble in that and I will pick up money that way if if it's needed uh so within graphic design god packaging logos websites brochures annual reports posters flyers event maps I mean graphic design is huge and again you can specialize in an area like there are some graphic designers who only work on packaging and you know they're a master at it I was more of a jack of all traits um but I have the skill set uh I've elevated enough to be professional and be paid for it so yeah I, I earned my living for quite some time through graphic design after studying at um Emily Carr um and BCIT up here in British Columbia uh wedding invitations and then also like supplementary uh, stationery, event stationery that goes with that. I did that for some time and earned really decent money. And what's crazy about that is I did that before I even took graphic design. So I was just intuitively laying out typography and not even knowing what I was actually doing. Uh, but again, did it well enough to um, create things for people. And uh, we took it in sort of a, an, a craft direction. And what I mean by that is that we didn't do regular invitations, meaning something that you could design in a program and then just go take to a printer and print. So my husband, actually, one of his artistic skills, along with being a musician, is that he's a silk screener um, or a screen printer. I don't know what name, again, that you would know that by. But what we did was we would, say, order um, petal paper, so flower petal paper, where the the flowers are actually dried into the paper. So if you can imagine, you can't put that kind of paper through a regular printer you'll mess up the printer and the print won't lay down everywhere but you have a lot more leeway if you're silk screening so we sort of combine two things that we do and I would lay it out and we would print it off on the film and get it burned into screens and then we would print wedding invitations or um seating charts keepsakes etc for weddings and we did that for a while and yeah we earned pretty good money doing that and I actually enjoyed it um flipping a page here copywriting I used to get paid for copywriting that comes a lot uh, with being a um, contracting designer or a self-employed one I should say because what happens is you have people with small businesses who come to you and maybe don't understand the entirety of say creating a website so they think they just send you some pictures and like this is what our business is about and they think that is enough copy to carry an entire website and if you start getting into the development side of websites so seo and you know without content like the copy on a website google's just not going to index you well like you're just not going to be found so i would find people didn't know how to write up a biography for themselves on the about us page and i would end up writing these things so i did a lot of copywriting for people through design um, fine art, as you guys know, that's a huge thing for me uh, now and always has been in my adult years. Uh, so painting is obviously my main one for fine art. But even within painting, I find myself, you know, having to be really creative to come up with solutions. So if I want to show my art uh, at fairs, um, you know, what does my booth look like? H how do I design that? What's the setup? What are my tables like? Do I want it to look high end or do I want it to look more bohemian? There's just even within fine art or even the paintings themselves. I used mixed medias of different forms, different gels, or I might use a de decoupage technique or a image transfer technique, like just within fine art itself. Um, there's so many ways you can be creative. Uh, and uh, I mean, within one discipline, so say painting, there's just so many ways to be creative. Do you paint on 
canvas or do you paint on, you know, wood boards? Do you paint on material, etc.? So, um, yeah, I earned a lot of money and still earn money for my fine art and I love it. Um, so again, I just want to <laughs> state you can earn money through creativity. Please do not buy into the idea of a starting, starving artist. It just takes a little, um, a little hustle, a little ingen- ingenuity, uh, you know, thinking outside the box for ways that you can earn money through your creative endeavors. And and again, if you want to look into creativity as uh, hobbies on the side, there's nothing wrong with that either. You're, you're going to grow from being creative, period. It's going to enhance your life. I can say that hands down. Uh, Halloween store franchising. God, we did that for a while. But within doing that, um, I had to do merchandising and displays. I had to run campaigns for the store. Um, I had to do events, the planning and designing and all of that that I listed before. I had to do all of that within um, that context. Uh, Gosh, so many things. I could go on forever on that one. Um, Face painting. Yep. Did that for quite some time, for quite a number of years. Uh, Would just do day events, festivals, parties, etc. And again, had to elevate that skill enough that people would pay me to do it. Because within face painting, I can spend hours and hours and hours on a face. But if you're doing a festival and you've got a lineup of like 50 kids, that's just not fun for anyone if it takes me half an hour per face. So you come up with really quick and dirty ways to make, you know, impactful designs on faces using glitters and metallic and just it's so much fun. But You know, that's a a short list. I sort of whipped that together in 15 minutes. But just from me alone being a creative person, you can see all the different ways in which someone can be creative. And man, that is not an exhaustive list. Like there are so many other ways to be creative. And um, I thought it would be fun for you guys to just get some insight into how I've been creative. But also, again, take a look at your life. Do you have a limiting belief where you're like, I'm not really creative? And then if you actually look at your life, Maybe you do really cool things on the PTA board, you know, at your school that are highly creative. Um, Don't sell yourself short. There's a lot of ways to be creative. And if you're looking to be more creative, I mean, just in that list alone, you could take a look and maybe pick up a hobby um, and go from there. And then, of course, there's many other ways in which you can be creative. I would say maybe start with something that you like doing and see how you can be creative in that in that area. So, um, yeah, that's the history. And again, it's why I refer to myself as a multifaceted creative. I used to just try to say I'm a painter, actor, you know, put actual labels, but, um, I'm just a multifaceted creative, whatever catches my interest at the time I'll do. Um, and actually along with that, some of the future things that I want to do for creativity, I'm sort of just getting into, um, Uh, I've been collecting all of the information for and about to start making doll sculptures. So we'll see how that goes. Again, I'm not looking to necessarily sell them. This is just me scratching that creative itch. I get ideas and I like to just jump in and try them. Um, Also writing, which you know, because the last podcast talked about the ways in which I will be supporting myself on my creative land. So writing and then just sort of digging back into my my visual arts, my painting has sort of fallen a bit to the wayside. And it's just because I was in the um, stages of building my performing arts career. And whenever you're starting something, it it takes time and it takes an investment of 
your um, energies. So, you know, I am only one person. So between paying the bills, maintaining my house, and then working and, you know, I'm doing creative things within my work, which I'm so grateful to be in that position to to do that, to create uh, money through things that just also fill my heart and my spirit. So that's awesome. But um, yeah, I've got some future things coming. So I will definitely post images and keep you guys in the loop with the paintings that will be coming out um, as I'm about to focus my attention quite strongly back on my visual arts. So yeah, that's a quick rundown. Again, I just threw that list together of all the different creative endeavors that I've um, taken on in my life. Again, some on a professional level that I get paid for, some just to fulfill my own desires and fill my own reservoir up to make myself happy, which is uh, important. And I sort of want to leave you guys with the idea of, you know, what ways can you be creative? Um, You know, I do actually have a Facebook page. I want to give a shout out to that. Just I'm about to start posting there again. So uh, apologies, guys, if you already follow that page, I know that it's been uh, dormant for a bit. I just had to figure out the direction for the creative things and then sort of piece together the different technologies um, and avenues I'd like to use to get that information out to people to share what I'm doing creatively and then maybe inspire others to also be creative and then share work of other creatives. I I love doing that. Um, It's all about just creatives helping creatives. So um, my Facebook page, if you don't belong to it yet, is uh, Shalandra Creative. So if you follow that, I will be utilizing that page to start posting um, sort of images along the way of things I'm working on. And again, keep sharing other people's creativity. And yeah, so follow me there. That would be great. And um, maybe leaving you guys with the idea of taking stock of your life in terms of creativity. I don't know if you're following me because you're just supportive of this idea of, you know, being inspired by following a creative who's about to embark on a new journey in her life. Or if you're listening because you want to be inspired yourself on how to be creative or ways in which you can bring creativity into your life. Either way, please keep listening because I'm going to be speaking to both of those. But yeah, take a look at your life. Maybe sit down and do what I did. It's the beginning of, um, you know, a new year here. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you had a beautiful Christmas. Um, But yeah, beginning of a new year. So maybe this is a time you can sit down if you want to be more creative, look at your life and start with something positive. List the things that are creative that you already do because it'll make you realize that there's not that big of a delta, you know, like there's not a huge gap to, um, to overcome in order for you to bring creativity into your life. You know, if you're someone who's just super busy, um, maybe it can be something super small. I know there's these websites where you can sign up and there's like these 30 day challenges where it's like you have to do a sketch a day and it can be very small. It doesn't have to be something big, but whatever the area you're interested in, I guarantee there's a niche or a tribe that's already into that stuff and already providing tools to help you, you know, bring that out in yourself. Maybe you're someone who is mostly at home, excuse me, mostly at home. And um, maybe you're taking care of four kids and (laughs) I've raised a child. I know how difficult that can be, but maybe you can bring creativity into the things you do. So if you're making meals, can you look up some fun things on how to plate your food in a special way? Or maybe if you're baking cupcakes for the school, 
push yourself a little bit to see a different way of creating a cupcake instead of just um, icing it the regular way. Um, you know, think about Martha Stewart, right? She created an entire, you know, huge business on um, living just living. How can you be creative around your home? Maybe you make really pretty labels and print them out and put them on your linen closet. You know, there's so many different ways you can be creative. Um, maybe you can pick up a hobby that you like, and then once a year, you just sell those things at Christmas time. You don't even have to go to fairs and stuff anymore, although I recommend doing that because you get to speak with other craftsmen and other artists and it's it's very inspiring but you can I mean Facebook itself has like marketplace you could just put them up on there and you know at the end of every year uh just ways for you to be creative think of the ways you can bring it um into your life maybe you don't have time to physically make things like maybe you're someone with really limited time you can still be creative like maybe you can put together you can curate a Spotify list. See what I mean? So you're not creating all the songs, but you're taking time listening to songs and creating that perfect 80s playlist or maybe a playlist that you just call, you know, soothing sounds because you want to help other people be um, more calm or bring calmness or stillness into their life. So meditation sounds or just for yourself, but that's creative. That is creative. You are taking something Uh, sorry, you're creating something from nothing. Yes, the songs are creative, but that playlist didn't exist before. That would be you. You can even go as far as creating the artwork that you put on the cover of that um, playlist. So again, just don't limit yourself. Think of all the ways that you can be creative. But I want to caution you, if you're someone who's just starting this, try not to add the stress of the outcome to it Try not to think of, well, where could I sell this? Or who would listen to this? Or why this playlist that I create? Try to just be creative for the sake of being creative. Those other things will come later. If you're someone who's a creative who's looking to do it for a living, you will find that avenue. But I find that when people focus on that outcome first, it keeps them from picking up any hobby or any creative endeavor um, just for the fear of how good it will be or will I sell it. So let's just jump in with those creative hands and just just start doing anything. Um, I want to leave you with this really, really, really cool quote that I just watched a movie recently. Again, I've had a lot of downtime because I've been um, under the weather, but it's that movie Florence Foster Jenkins. So it has Hugh Grant and Meryl Streep. Love Meryl Streep, one of my favorite actresses of all time. Um, And she plays this woman. It was just so inspiring, this movie. She plays this woman who cannot sing. (laughs) Like, she cannot carry a tune in a bucket. This was a real woman, by the way. This is based on true events. Um, but she didn't care. She loved music. So she would put together these shows. And uh, I won't give away the entire uh, plot of the film, but just an amazing film. I laughed. I cried. It was so good. But man, there's this quote in the movie where she says, people may say I couldn't sing, but no one can say I didn't sing. That is so powerful. Like, I mean, that that almost brought me to tears. I mean, the movie brought me to tears, but that quote alone, because it's so true. Like, that is an accomplishment. Maybe she wasn't the best singer, so people can say that, but no one can say she didn't sing. How many things do we keep ourselves from doing out of fear? That is amazing. So that's kind of what I was speaking to before. Just jump in with the creativity. Don't try to think of the outcome. So, you know, let that soak in. 
People may say I couldn't sing, but no one can say I didn't sing. Are you singing? Are you singing in your life? Like, are you creating? Think about the missed opportunities to share that authentic voice that you might be walking by each day. What are you keeping from the world? And more importantly, what are you keeping from yourself by not picking up that creative habit? So I'll leave you guys with that and uh, I will see you next time.